I V M. Welcome to All Things Policy, a daily podcast supported by Pragati, a flagship media initiative of the Takshashila Institution. We're a bunch of policy nerds based in Bengaluru, and we like to bring a fresh perspective to Indian affairs and an Indian perspective to global affairs. So grab a cup of coffee, sit back, and join us for today's chat. Hello and welcome to All Things Policy. I'm Aditya Parikh. Before we begin, I'd just like to mention that Takshashila Institution offer a graduate certificate program in Defense and Foreign Affairs, which would be perfect for anyone interested in today's topic. We also offer specialized courses in Tech and Policy and Health and Life Sciences. For more details, visit the link in the show notes. Technology has a strategic angle, and in recent years, it's become clear that it can shift the balance in international politics. China has also identified strategic importance of new and emerging technologies and has been making quite an impact in some of them for a while now. Today, my colleague Megha Parthi is here with me. Megha's research focuses on China's People's Liberation Army, the PLA, and the role of emerging technologies like artificial intelligence, cybersecurity, and quantum computing in the military. She also writes a weekly newsletter, China Tech Dispatch, based on the subject. Welcome, Megha. Hi, Dutya. Thank you for inviting me. To start with, so Megha, what kind of content do you cover in your newsletter, and can you elaborate on the rationale behind your research focus on strategic tech? Yeah. So uh, I'm an engineer, so of course my interest in technology is kind of you know given. When it's deciding on what can I do, automatically I was interested in. Uh, technology but uh, when uh, i also wanted to focus on china and then i realized that uh, you know the technology field is not just something which nerds do now it has also a lot of strategic implications and nation states are getting involved now and again uh, the tech war between united states and china kind of dominated our news cycle for a very long time so of course that was the starting point uh but then i also wanted to know what chinese are thinking specifically military leaders because if we are talking about strategic implications of uh, technology we also need to know what the uh, military academics or leaders are thinking and uh, i realized that uh, one of the best ways to do that is read their official propaganda so pla daily is uh, china's uh, you know kind of state official newspaper of uh, people's liberation army which is again state sanction and uh, when i started reading uh, that daily i realized there is a lot of talk from different academics and leaders and commanders and you know their own pla affiliated universities on different aspects of technology and their applications in warfare specifically and it was very interesting to read now uh, so that's when i realized this is something i should do as you know weekly thing and then i really thought you know why not write about it i'm i'm going to read it anyway and whatever i'm reading i also wanted to share that with world so that's how i decided to start with chanetech dispatch yeah but i did not uh, name my newsletter specifically on min military terms because even if i talk about some strategic applications of technology i'm still talking about technology and there is this kind of blurry line 
when it comes to civil and military applications of technology. Hence, the name China Tech Dispatch. So I, even if I might talk about artificial intelligence and quantum, uh, it can have both uh, implications uh, on military also and in domestic sector also. So that's why the name. Yeah. Interesting. So since uh, you've been doing this for a while, you've had some editions out. So based on your coverage, what major trends have you isolated in China's strategic tech landscape? So far, I think uh, artificial intelligence is kind of dominates the discussion. Uh, then there is also talk about quantum tech. So any technology which kind of, you know, connects uh, different systems. So Internet of Things would be one of, you know, larger trends. So interconnecting, making communications more secure, technology which can be used to, you know, attack uh, I would say attack, but basically confuse systems, opponent systems. So offensive kind of applications and defensive kind of applications. Uh, technology assists in decision making. So to help commanders or leaders uh, who are there on battleground to uh, help them identify between good information and bad information. So things, texts like that, I think uh, are being talked about more than, you know, general applications. I think I'll give you one example. There was this, uh, there's this article on different, you know, features of uh, strategic deterrence. So I think this article was written uh, a few weeks ago. So in this uh, article, there was, he was talking about biological deterrence, cognitive deterrence, psychological deterrence, and unmanned and autonomous kind of technology. So he wanted to focus on unmanned and autonomous type of applications. Uh, then uh, he argued about uh, that these applications should be flexible and uh, should have, again, diverse applications within this, you know, within the frame of building strategic deterrence. Then uh, again, this information, uh, whatever this uh, system we built the information transmission throughout the system should be intuitive so the he was not talking about general theory of deterrence he was talking about features of deterrence and then within this features this all everything was based on uh, big data and artificial intelligence so it's not something that they're just talking about some abstract ideas they are talking about what exactly we should do and that was very interesting that's enlightening. So on that note, folks, we'll take a short break. Don't go anywhere. Welcome back, folks. We're discussing China's strategic tech landscape. So Mega, let's talk about gaps. So we've talked about things we know and which are accessible. But what about things we wish we knew? Can you throw some light on what is hard to come by and generally what difficulties do you face tracking this space? Okay, so this question is needed. Since I'm tracking, you know, official propaganda, sometimes it's become difficult to differentiate between what is propaganda and what is actually possible. Because if you see, if you read this article, like, I, I highly recommend that you read my newsletter and uh, probably then it will be clear the kind of ideas being talked about and uh, being elaborated are very lofty and flimsy. 
sometimes it makes me feel like i'm in an avengers movie or something or i don't know star trek maybe at least that, that's how i feel like it so reading this article and then trying to go back and see what is actually happening or is this even possible or not that is something which i have a little difficulty in you know guessing i guess because again china's whole you know tech scene and research is kind of closed so it's not like you can just you know google what chinese researchers are doing uh, i mean there are peer reviewed papers and stuff but then again you have to jump through hoops to actually visit their sites and visit the these institutions and see what they're actually doing and then go through the whole you know actual papers so it takes time like for example if they're talking about this new achievement in quantum communications on how they're building unhackable uh, communication i i have to go and read everything about this you know quantum communication technology see if what they're claiming is actually correct or not it takes time and of course i don't claim superiority in these uh, domain but the uh, seeing through all that propaganda is something what i have to you know i have to be aware about uh, then again there is a language barrier uh, so even though i have been you know learning mandarin for quite a while now it's still sometimes i feel that there are many things which got lost in translation i have to rely on a lot of other sources to verify what i'm interpreting is actually correct or not uh, i often take help of my colleagues to the uh, kind of decipher the meaning behind some phrases and you know things like this yeah but it's still very interesting to watch because even if i can you know decipher 50% of what is happening there it tells me what what is their vision on few important concepts uh, for example again i'll take this uh, information of information warfare and cognitive warfare so when they talk about this concepts i i get an idea of what exactly they mean when they say that we have to you know devise a winning mechanism in intelligent warfare so there i know that they are talking about uh, building very strong connection having a great uh, a good computing power we should uh, we should build uh, things like we should build a very strong cognitive ability so things like this are important we should know about this fascinating So, uh, Megha, finally, since it's almost the end of the year, uh, what topics in some of your recent editions did you find the most interesting to track? I think there is lot of literature on different type of warfare they imagine. So uh, there might be different concepts on, on you know uh, what is their conception of future wars basically. So throughout these issues, there is this common thread. that they will be talking about future wars how future battlefield is going to be how future war is going to be what will be the capabilities or you know things like this so uh, that is a common thread across all the issues which i have covered till now and most interesting would be i guess this recent a uh, very recent issue the china's proposal at united nations to regulate military applications or weaponizations of artificial intelligence so this issue uh, is where i saw uh, you know where there was this proposal from state in an on an international forum and it was quite interesting to uh, look how they view artificial intelligence or even emerging technology like artificial intelligence 
then again uh, there was this a different issue there are two issues actually which talked about uh, winning mechanisms in internet uh, inter intelligent warfare so those were i think quite informative like i personally enjoyed uh, working on them and uh, there's one more on military civil fusion and information warfare 2021 so this was based on the Depar us department of defense report on china's military so in this issue it kind of you know summarizes uh, the report but i what i did was i tried to look what uh, plssf that is uh, pla's uh, strategic support force uh, which is which again uh, you know uh, is uh, involved in technological operations or emerging tech operations so what uh, what are their capabilities so what what is their organizational structure so i personally enjoyed doing that issue so i think these would be some i could i can name so far very interesting mekha so finally would you like to recommend some sources to our listeners for getting a better understanding of the stuff that you track yeah so uh, i personally uh, recommend elsa kanya's work she has phd from harvard kennedy school and she is i think also fellow at center for new american security so this uh, organization uh, tracks quite a bit of emerging tech and uh, its application in strategic uh, sphere i personally uh, like to follow the research from them and then i again i also follow a lot of you know chinese uh, media and sources so i track science and technology daily uh, this is official newspaper of uh, uh, minister of science and technology china then i also follow updates from mit uh, which is ministry of information of china so i mean yeah if you want to read uh, on these uh, in this field i think going to basic sources the most important thing because any other any other way would be just you know reading second hand information the more you read original source the better uh, understanding you will have of uh, on this topic that that would be my suggestion perfect mega that's quite a list of resources and would link the most important of them in the show notes so on that note folks we'll call it a wrap If you like today's discussion don't forget to check out all past and future episodes of All Things Policy. If you liked our show don't forget to check out other interesting podcasts on the IVM network. You can tune into them on the IVM podcast app ivmpodcast.com or wherever you listen to your podcasts. You can also follow IVM on social media. The handle is at @ivmpodcasts on Twitter. Facebook and Instagram. And hey, if you'd like to dive into Takshashila's research on technology, strategy and economic affairs, check us out at our Twitter handle at @takshashila_inst or our website takshashila.org.in.